Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is November 3rd, 2020, Election Day. And Victory and Tuesday. Victory Tuesday. Yeah. What is up with that? Talk about having the sweats. Whoa, yeah. It should not have gone that way. I know. I, I was mean, expecting a blowout, but that's the problem with football math is that you look <laughs> at it on paper and you're like, oh, we're going to destroy these people. And man. then it turns out to be a close game. Yes. Don't know what was up with that, but that is not the New York Giants team we have seen on film all year long. They brought their A game, I think. Well, and we were talking about last night that when you're a good team playing a below average team like the Giants are, you don't always necessarily bring your A game. But then when you are a below average team playing a really good team, you do. And so it's like we brought our C game. They brought their A plus game and uh, it turned into a competition when it shouldn't have been. We'll go with that. That's good enough excuses. Any, you know, (laughs) I was I was really impressed with their offensive line. Mm-hmm. And they just they just played a really physical game. They were blocking really well on both blocking and tackling. My impression is that their defense was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yes, that too. Their quarterbacks uh, were knocking balls out of the yeah, air. Yeah, their right. secondary. But you know, was Brady wasn't that sharp. No, he, he was really inaccurate for for Brady. Yeah, he was very mm-hmm. inaccurate. And then add into that, you know, a decent secondary who's good in coverage and. That's what happens. You go 28 for 40. Is that what he went? 28 for 40? Yes. For 279 yards. Good Lord. He threw the ball 40 times and only got 200-some yards. He had a quarterback rating of 81.6 and a passer rating of 106.1. So, not terrible. Wait a minute. No interceptions. I don't know. Like, one's weighted and one's not. Like, it. one of them... Includes his running or something? His rushing? No, they take into account, like, if it's a, a third down. I don't know. They take game factors. <laughs> and it can say, Yeah, football yeah. math, basically. They they weight some stuff differently depending on other extenuating factors in the play. So, anyway, he didn't do that bad. There were no interceptions. He had two touchdowns, so I'm not complaining. Two sacks for 16 yards. So that was kind of a shock, too, that their defensive line, I mean, they were getting some pressure. Mm-hmm. And you said his rating was 106? Yeah. So that means Daniel Jones's was 75, 74.8. Is that just off the top of your head? No, not at <laughs> all. Uh, Golden Tate had better rating than anybody i know 119 <laughs> he only had one it was like that trick play yeah that's what they they had to do a lot of trick plays on that us. guy that linebacker blake martinez he really showed up i thought i thought like he was all over the field for them he had nine tackles one tfl i thought he did a little bit better than that my impression from the game gosh I, I, why, why was that game so close i mean it 23-24, yeah. 
Right? No, wait. 23-25. 23-25. They missed that extra point, that, or the two-point conversion, by the grace of God. Well, yes. no, by Antoine Winfield interfere. Okay, I'm sorry, that was pass interference. There's no, no no question. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand how it's an argument. Like, he had his arms draped across the receiver's arms before the ball even got there. And the receiver, he really needed to come back. Like, Daniel Jones kind of threw it behind him, and the receiver needed to come back, but Antoine Winfield was in the way also. I have never given a ref crew higher than a C rating, but I'm giving Brad Rogers ref crew a C-plus rating. Why is that, Ralph? Because (laughs) we finally got calls that went in our direction. I'm I'm with you. I think it definitely should have been passing affairs. I, I stopped it frame by frame. And looked at it, and he definitely hit that receiver before the ball hit him. I mean, I don't even understand how it's a debate. Yes, that's kind of how I felt, too. I was like, oh, that definitely. And then they were like, no. No call. I'm like, what? And for once, I was not mad at the rest. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) okay, I'll take it. (laughs) You know? Ralph's going to give them a B minus. I was going to give them a B minus. We discussed that last night. I was so happy about it. But then I was like, I just can't do it. Can't do it. Can't give. But I think C plus is the same as a B B minus. Yeah, football math, it's the same thing. Um, but there were two other calls that mm. we got that sustained drives that were yes. total BS. I thought so. I I think if we're gonna give this game to anybody, we should give it to the refs. Yes, probably. <laughs> they deserve a game ball. <laughs> the refs, the game ball. That's like blasphemy. <laughs> I know. Oh, man, but, you know, I'll take it any way we can take it because we came out there, you know, the first drive, we did okay. We, you know, we marched down the field rather confidently, but, you know, we got a field goal. We should have had, you know, touchdown. We were the Buccaneers with Tom Brady. We should have been just stomping them the whole way. And then they came out and uh, pretty much did the same thing. I was like, whoa. Hold on. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, the first quarter, our defense is just like the old, Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, you know, the first quarter, we kind of spot you the first quarter. Mm-hmm. We'll give you, you know, how many points you can get in the first quarter. You know, that's what you're going to get for the rest of the game. And, uh, you know, so I wasn't too worried about it. And then the second quarter, same thing happened. And I was like, oh, uh, it just seemed like they really played a good game. I thought they, they were so much, they were very physical. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, their offensive line was blocking great. You know, I mean, they ran on us pretty good. What was it? What was their running total? A hundred and one yards. Oh, the bastards! I mean, they didn't have. They had four different rushers. So Wayne Gallman had twelve carries for forty-four yards. Alfred Morris had eight for twenty-eight yards, and then Daniel Jones had three for twenty yards. He had a fifteen-yard long, and Gallman had a seventeen-yard long, and then Evan Ingram had one carry for nine yards. So. Uh, yep. They had a 100-yard game collectively. No one on the team actually broke 50 yards, though. So Right. Yeah, it was really Jones with his – he had a 6.7 average run. Uh, they, they, they ran 24 times and had 101 yards at 4.2 yards per carry. We had the same amount of attempts at 24. We had 81 yards at 3.4 yards per carry. Uh, yeah. Tom Brady got his negative one yards one time. <laughs> Way to go, With Tom. his one rush. I know. Don't do that. Uh, what do you think about uh, Rojo getting benched? It's all common. Uh, yeah. You know, last week when he fumbled or 
drop that pass, which if you if you watch my video of things I found interesting, you can see he wasn't the only one that screwed up on that play, man. Everybody screwed up on that play. That was a, that was a keystone pass play. Plays. Yeah. Uh, but the Bruce Arians said that they didn't bench him for that. It's just the way – you know, they were going to alternate. I just don't believe him. The running backs. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he fumbled that ball, I was like, oh, and now the Fournette is nipping at his toe or his heels. I know. You know, I, I mean, they want Fournette in there. Uh, they like Ronald Jones. I mean, he's a great guy, but Fournette's just that little bit much better. And it, you know, hard. It's kind of like when you're playing fantasy football and you've got the choice between playing, you know, your stud or a, a guy that. You know, he's going to consistently get you 15 points. You know, you got a guy who, you know, he could pop off some stuff. You know that. And then you got this other guy that, you know, he's going he's to get you 15 points. So you're, you know, you're constantly going, man, I really want to put this guy in here. But, you know, I th- I, that's how they are with Leonard Fournette. I think they really want him to be uh, more involved in the game. And Jones has given him reasons to put him in. But he wasn't when Fournette was injured. Like, he yeah. was a stud when yeah. Fournette was injured and not nipping on his toes. And, you know, I think for a lot of guys in the league, like, the competition helps. Mm-hmm. But I think there are some of those that it does not. Like, they feel a guy breathing down their neck trying to take their job, and it gets in their head, and they screw up more. And I think Rojo is one of those guys because we didn't. he did not have these issues when Fournette was hurt. Yeah, and, well, you also got to consider the teams we were playing. We played Chicago. You know, had you know, uh, not that great tackling, and you know, easy to run up the middle. And then I think it was the Chargers, was it? The Chargers? Okay. I can't remember. But you know, two teams that running up the middle wasn't very that difficult on them. So you know, you, the defense might have had a, 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 be a contributing factor in Rojo's. I guess so, but uh, I mean, the number of carries and just how productive he was yeah. with them. I just, I don't know. To me, I get both sides, but I. It's hard, I but, think they're doing Rojo a disservice right. with and, and this it, running back by committee. And it kind of makes it tough for, you know, other players to go, why even play hard if you're just going to get replaced, you know? Yeah. Or or not replaced, but, you know, you're going to lose snaps. Uh, what, you know, they seem to be doing this whole, you know, couple series with one running back, couple series with the next running back, couple series with one, you know. So, you know, I'm not too worried about it. I'm I'm very happy with both running backs we got. Uh, I think Fournette is the better running back. I wouldn't have said that, uh, you know, until I watched game film on him. And he's just and, – and I think Ronald Jones has learned so much from Fournette. He's played – you know, his style is so much more different now than it has been the past few years. And it's it's very similar to Fournette. And Fournette is so good at doing what he's supposed to do. You know, following his blockers, looking at keys, cues, and – uh, Fournette keeps tweeting stuff that's really um, kind of cryptic, but kind of not. You know, he said that he realized that the coaches were looking out for him by not playing him before he was fully recovered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he tweeted about that. And then today he tweeted to Shady and was like, uh, he... You know, thank God for Shady for holding me down when I wasn't playing. You know, stuff like that. And it's just like a, a little bit of drama. I don't mm. I feel like he's a little bit of a drama. I'm not a big fan of airing stuff on Twitter, like good or bad. And mm-hmm. this was 
kind of good because he's like praising his teammate but at the same time it's like if you'll put that on there you're gonna put other stuff on there too probably makes you nervous yeah Yeah. a little bit like what what happens and if he's having to kind of project that oh i'm okay with this i'm okay that i wasn't playing you know you're like okay like nobody thought you weren't so why why are you saying that yeah it's kind of it's just something i kind of want to watch yes not sure about they, uh, the, uh, well, he had kind of, you know, some personal per- personal issues with Jacksonville. Right. So, right. Yeah, Which we had talked and about. Great. And we got Antonio Brown coming in. So <laughs> let's just see. It's Things better be go awesome. right at Tampa. That's all <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say. Right. Um, okay. I want to go through. You always ask this. Before you do your analysis. So I want to talk about my... I took a little bit of notes during the game. So I want to talk about my impression during the game. And then we'll see in your game analysis how it stacks up. Okay. Do you have that written down? So I I do. Yeah. Uh, So my first thought was that Brady seemed really inaccurate. Mm -hmm. Like he kept overthrowing. I'm surprised none of those were picked. Thank God he, you know, is that kind of... When he's inaccurate, it's not a pick six. <laughs> mm, yeah. Most of the time. Right. But I wonder if they were cold. The, I, you know, it was cold up there. Tom Brady's used to playing in the cold. Yeah. I mean, but the guy probably hasn't his felt his hands in thing. 30 years. <laughs> you know, the hand warmer, he didn't have one of those. On, right. right. And we talked about that. Yeah. In the game. I was like, oh, he needs to put his hand warmer on. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I counted six bad passes by him. Or not bad passes, but inaccurate passes. Yeah. And when we're talking about inaccurate for Tom Brady, we're talking about uh, somebody has to jump up. To yeah, catch it. some you know, lift their arms throws. over their head. You know, it's not right in their stomach. Oh, I liked uh, Jaden Mickens. I thought he had a good game. Yeah, it seems like they picked him to be the top receiver this week. But he wasn't. Yeah, well, they tried. <laughs> they tried to get Well, he got the most. Uh, targets. Yeah, he, he had eight, eight, eight targets. Mike Evans had seven. So they're mixing it up a little I bit. I told you that might happen, guys. Yeah. He only had 55 yards, though. One touchdown. I'm happy about that. Oh, yeah, I played all Buccaneers in my fantasy football except for one running back because I didn't have a I – ha- <laughs> I've got I've got Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones, and I played Fournette in my flex. <laughs> and I ended up winning. Oh, by like barely, two points. By two barely. points. And I won because my opponent Sucks. did not play well. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, my next thought was that. Oh, and I picked the Buccaneers as my survivor this week, too. I went in all this week. I went in all. I was not playing around. I put my money where my mouth was at. Ooh, we were cutting this one close. <laughs> we cut this one close. I was like, Tuesday's going to be really depressing for me if this <laughs> falls yeah, through. Yeah, I know. My next thought was that Vita Vea, we were really missing him mm, up the middle. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah, our defense is not getting near the push up the middle that it was, and our running game defense is looking a little bit more suspect. I think we might fall down a little bit in the rankings, or at least our huge gap. What are we, we, were, we were allowing 66 yards per game with Vita mm. when he got hurt. I think now we're up to... 72 or something. Something. We'll see. It'll probably inch up a little bit. I thought Whitehead had a good game. I saw him quite a few. He did have seven tackles 
four solo and a TFL. So interested to see what, how he looks on the game film. Oh, Shaq Barrett. They need to make this a stat, a forced interception. Because both interceptions that we got, Carlton Davis mm -hmm. and Sean Murphy Bunting, Shaq Barrett had Daniel Jones in his grasp mm -hmm. both of those plays. Yeah, he had him by the jersey and like yeah. yanked him yeah. both times when he was throwing. And it was Shaq both mm -hmm. times. So he should really get credit for those. Yes, definitely. It's going to be interesting to look on the – all 22 and see how our defensive line played. Uh, you know, it looked to me like we, you know, we were getting pressure on him, but not that overwhelming pressure. I want to say, you know, but that's just us being greedy. I mean, I know. <laughs> <you> want, <laughs> I want, I want the quarterback to get sacked every play. I want an interception every time he throws the ball. I want kick returns for every time they, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, mm -hmm. if you don't get all that, you're like, oh man, we suck. And if they have any positives, the opponent, you're like, oh, yeah, right, yeah. I just wanted to. He ran for 17 yards. Are you crapping me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, JPP did have a good game. He showed up on the stat sheet, so we'll see what happens on the game film. But he had seven total tackles, five solo, a sack, two TFLs, and a quarterback hit. All right. So he was talking some smack before the I game. I know. I wanted to get that uh, audio. That was, a, that was an excellent interview or press conference. I know. If y'all haven't, <laughs> haven't got a chance, go look at the press conference that, that JPP did before the uh, Giants game. He was uh, it was very lively. He's a good guy, fun. man. I like him. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Sue had five quarterback hits this game. He had two tackles, one solo, a sack, a TFL, and five quarterback hits. He accounted for half of our hits. Wow. Uh, how'd Golston do? He looked like he was out there playing hard. Oh, here we go. Okay. Three tackles, two solo, and a pass defensed. Okay. Not bad for a defensive lineman. Nacho, he get any stance? No. He had one tackle. Mm. What about McClendon? One tackle, one solo. Yeah, he he was he wasn't out there that much. McClendon, he got, uh, oh no, yeah, he went forty snaps. Matter of fact, he got more than Nacho. Nacho oh, got thirty two snaps. Hmm. Nacho got forty three percent of the defensive snaps, and McClendon got fifty four percent. That's interesting. We had one, two, three, four, five defensive players played all seventy four defensive snaps. Mm -hmm. uh, Jamal Dean, Devin White, Winfield, David. And Davis. Now, normally, Levante, David, and Devin White get 100% of the defensive snaps. But it's interesting to see that we had uh, two cornerbacks and a safety that got 100% of the snaps. Yeah. Very interesting. Now, Mike Edwards, he got 20 snaps. He got 27%. Oh, good for him. Uh, it was interesting. I think that Jamel Dean, they've had him starting, and they had Sean Murphy Bunting in the nickel. I think someone tweeted that. I think that's where I got that. Yeah. That's how it's been all year. Oh, it is? Well, you know, I, I don't thought know. Jamel Dean wasn't starting. Right. I, they'd said he wasn't going to be the starter, but he's been the starter. I mean, well, he's been playing that right cornerback position just every game. So I don't, I don't know what the deal with that is. Uh, 
Our whole offensive line, of course, played 100% of the snaps. No injuries there. Thank goodness. But Mike Evans was out there for 90% of the defensive or our offensive snaps. Oh. Yeah. Only got fi- 55 yards. So. Not thrilled with that. You are not thrilled with I'm he only got thrilled. 55 yards? I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, oh, the, with our cornerbacks covering him, we're covering him great. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, Tom Brady doesn't throw it. The way Winston used to, where, you know, Winston would throw it to where Evans would have to really jump high and he'd fight for yeah. the ball and all that good stuff. You know, Tom Brady throws it where Evans doesn't have to do a whole lot, and that gives the cornerbacks the ability to smack the ball down. Uh, you know, I, I wonder about that with Brady, if he's going to get with Evans where he, he'll start doing that, you know, throwing these 50-50 balls more often. I don't know. I think when we get Antonio Brown in there, I think it's going to be – over, yeah, I think that he's going to get a lot of targets. Lot. It's going to be interesting to see, man. You know, I, I really want to see if he's going to be doing kick returns. That's like the most exciting thing. I'm, I don't know. Like, Jaden Mickens did pretty good this yeah, time. Yeah, you know. know. No, no. Listen, you say that. You were not thrilled <laughs> with him during the game. But if you look at the yardage that he got, he had on a, a kick return, he had three. 79 total yards, as long as 28. He averaged 26. Yeah, I know. But to see what that, what the kickoff, when you when you catch the ball in the end zone and you run out to the 23, you get 23 yards. But in reality, if you would have just kneeled in the end zone, you actually lost us two yards. That's how I look at it. If you don't get past the 25-yard line, you know, you've lost us yardage. But you never know unless you try. Well, well this is true, but he doesn't get that – I don't know. He just doesn't have the the oomph that's needed back there. I mean, you got to be you got to be a, like a rocket and just go. He dances around too much, or you know, tries to be. And, and plus, he doesn't pick good holes. I'll watch him on the on the tape, and I'll be like, "Oh, this would be really nice if he runs." Why is he running that away? You know, if he run left, but he likes to run like towards people. I don't know. I'm just saying. Everybody's a critic. This is true. <laughs> this is that- My I. You know, I'm kind of with you because I get nervous when they run it out, and I'm like, "Oh crap! Do not fumble it here, please, mm, yeah. please, God." Yeah. It's our weakness, our our specialty, our kicking and kicks and punt. Yeah, returns. he didn't have any punt returns, so you might have a point there. I'm just saying it'll be interesting to see Antonio Brown back there. Now that guy, he blazes and he he cuts good and he picks holes, so you know. It'll just be interesting to see if we even use him at that. As far as penalties go, we did really good. We were three for 20 to their seven for 73. Three for 20? Yeah. Wow. Now, what was it? Three, three, four weeks ago, everybody was in a uh, the trauma center because <laughs> we we were the number one penalized team in the league. Right? Yeah. Let's see where we're at now. We've got to be way down the list. Okay, I'm gonna set I'm gonna guess okay. that we are nineteenth. Really? Damn, we fell that much. We are no one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh. Damn it. Seventh. For penalties? Yep. We got forty nine. Eh. Chicago's number one spot with 58. In your face, Chicago. 
But then there's Kansas City is right behind us with 48. We got 49, they got 48. So we're in good company. Yeah, well, Buffalo's up there at 53. Arizona's got 55. You know, it's just, it's, I know, I, I hate penalties. I hate them. I really do. If it was up to me, we would get rid of at least half the penalties in the playbook. I think there's way too many penalties, and we keep adding every year. Uh, and I, I really do. I hate penalties. I hate them when they, they're committed. <laughs> I, I just hate them. I hate them. I wish I, – I like the way we've been playing where there's no penalties. But at the same time, I think people put too much into, you know, teams being penalized, how uh, – where they're ranked on that. Because, you know, penalties like, like everything in football, you know, one – Penalties are not equal. They're not all the same. You know, one penalty, you know, drive stoppers or fourth down penalties or end of the game penalties are totally different than penalties during kneel downs, penalties during kickoffs, you know, crap like that. So, I, again, it's another thing with stats. You, know, you get freaked out over penalties and for no reason. Let's look, let's look at who's at the bottom. Ah, New England is the best in the league. Oh, I, I bet that's taken them real far. <laughs> and Houston's next. Oh God. New England's only got twenty penalties on this on the year. Dang. So one redeeming quality. I guess. So good for uh, us for keeping the penalties down. And it's really the penalties at crucial times that really you know, the ones that sustain drives for the other team or end your drives. Those are the ones I really hate. But we, we haven't been doing that. Since uh, yeah, we've really cleaned it up. I think since what the Chicago game, I mm-hmm. think was when we we were fighting with them to see who was going to have the most penalties. Yeah, Tom Brady and Daner Jones's stats are very similar. I know. I noticed that too. Three sat. Daniel Jones was sacked three times for eighteen yards. Tom Brady two for sixteen yards. Although. Uh, Daniel Jones had two touchdowns, two interceptions. Tom Brady had two touchdowns, zero interceptions. So, in your face. Hey, there you go. And, again, you know, we talk about stats here on the podcast intermittently, but the only stat that matters is the win-loss column, and there are no asterisks on that thing. So, (laughs) we got this win. I know. I know. Even if Jones would have played better than Brady – it don't matter. We got this win. And it feels like to me, like this kind of game, we played this kind of game with them last year and we mm-hmm. lost. And we lost. Yeah, yeah. And this kind of game, we would have lost 50 out of you know, 51 times in the past uh, 10 years. Exactly. You know, so now we're winning these games. I mean, we technically, you know, we didn't really play that good. We, we could have easily lost this mm-hmm. game, but we won it. Squeaked it out. Which I'm totally fine with. And now we're six and two. Six and two, yo. Leading the division. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. And this is the first time we've been six and two since the Super Bowl year, 2002. I know. Man, portending of things to come. What? What? And I am not mad about this loss, I think. I mean, this win. This win. 
think it very easily could have gone the other way. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just happy it didn't. And, you know, hats off to the Giants who really did play a competitive, good mm-hmm. game and held their own. It shocked the mess out of me. Me too. The, their offensive line is what really shocked the mess out of me the most. I was like, whoa, how are they? And, it, you know, the run game, they were doing great blocking. Yeah. For me, it was the secondary. Their secondary really surprised yes. me and caught me off guard. Yeah, yeah. Our secondary did well, too. Yeah. Got some INTs. SMB got one and uh, was it Carlton Davis? Yeah. Okay. And somebody almost had one. Bounced right out of their hands. Can't remember who it was. Yeah, I took some notes. Here, Here's what happened, guys. Uh, we found my Yingling chocolate beer. <laughs> seasonal. Seasonal beer. Somebody's been telling me about it. You know, I'm, I'm a Yingling drinker, so they were like, oh, man, you got to check out this chocolate beer. And there was only one place in the whole city that had it. It was, you know, 20 minutes away. I ain't going to drive all the way out there. Uh, so we went to the grocery store yesterday, and I'm walking around, and Molly points out that there was a box. There's three boxes stacked over, like. like to the, the side, to like the they side. were stocking them or Yeah, something. like they were stocking them, but, I mean, there wasn't any place for them in the beer. So uh, she was like, open it up. I opened it up, and sure enough, it was a chocolate beer, so I grabbed one. This stuff was good. Uh, it wasn't too sweet either. My point being. I drank a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my notes. Kind of hard to read. I didn't take a whole lot of notes either. Because like we said, yeah. we, we like to sit and watch the game as fans. I used to do like a whole spreadsheet yeah, and table. I hated yeah, you and would have was, your laptop out. And, and it was just too much. It was too much. You I'm, can't experience the game. Yeah, because I like to jump up and down and act stupid mm-hmm. and you know clap and you know get my daughter and swing her around or uh, kick my puppy if you know we, we have bad plays. So, you know, it's hard for me to, like, sit and take notes. I I couldn't be in the press box. You know, we had talked about that with the uh, with the PewterCast guys. It just couldn't do it. And, you know, so notes are very sparse. And Molly covered most of the stuff that I was going to say. But I did have a couple of things I want to point out. Uh, in the first quarter, right around 12-15, was Tristan Wirfs on the left side? It looked like I he did like a pull. I don't know what this is Was called. It, it looked like a um it made me think of a stunt like the defensive line does, but the offensive line did it. Well, I, know, I don't know. Uh, it, yeah, it was very strange. Yeah. Somehow he was over way over on the left-hand side. And and I didn't pay attention until after the ball was snapped. And then I was like, what in the world is Worf's doing over this? I don't know if he pulled it. That's going to be interesting to look into. A lot of stuff I want to look at in the All-22. Uh, Brady did have some bad passes. Did you notice, even on the, the one where Ronald Jones fumbled, Ronald Jones had to keep going down to his knees to catch Tom Brady's passes. Mm-hmm. Very strange. Very strange. I mean, Tom Brady's a very accurate passer. I mean, mm-hmm. he's up there with Aaron Rodgers and... Maybe it was the ball pressure, like he's used to them being more <laughs> deflated. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Oh, my gosh. I hope he's not listening to this podcast because he will he's come not. over here and beat us both up. Uh, so You'll we, have to defend my honor. That's Tom Brady. I ain't hitting him. <laughs> he's he's got to take my team to the Super Bowl. I will let him beat you down. No, here's what I'll do. I'll give him a You'll stick because I don't want him to hurt his hand. <laughs> Your hard face, Molly. Huh? On your hard face. (laughs) You have to take one for the team, man. Uh, Yeah, I counted six bad passes by Brady. Inaccurate passes that were, you know, extremely difficult for the receivers to catch. Uh, Again, losing Vea really hurt us. Did you look at my notes when you were doing this? No, I think you copied me. 
Uh, Ronald Jones, you know, he had his fumble in the first quarter. He didn't come back until the third quarter. So, you know, like I said, I, you know, they're alternating the running backs. It seems like Cutter did that. That would be crazy. I, I hate, hate that it. because running backs take a while to warm up. They do. You gotta let them warm up. Most, most running backs get better at, and it's a lot with you know the defense getting tired, but you know running backs will seem to get their second win, third win, mm-hmm. you know, towards the end of games and just start mauling people. And if you don't get let them get in that rhythm, you don't get that those special plays at the end of the game that we'd all love to see. Uh, let me see. I can't. I can't even read my handwriting. <laughs> oh, the Giants were good in coverage. Yes, yes. Okay. Oh, you know, we didn't take the lead until late in the third quarter. We got up fifteen, fourteen. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's surprising. I, I'm like, wow. Yeah, it was a way tighter game than it should have been. Or, way tighter. But I never lost confidence. I always felt like we were going to come back. Well, you know, it wasn't like we were playing crappy football. You know, it was not like we were out there just, you know, looking like. Mess. I mean, we we had our first three and out happened in uh, the beginning of the fourth quarter. That was our first three and out. Wow. You know, I mean, our offense was doing pretty good. Our defense was doing pretty good. It's just we weren't being outstanding like we're mm-hmm. used to seeing the past yeah. few weeks. And uh, then the last note I have was uh, to send presents to the referees. <laughs> A gift bag or something. Because that game was a gift <laughs> to Bucks fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, even if you know, even if he would have caught that, they would have tied the game up. When went overtime, we would have just embarrassed them there. Right. That's how, Hopefully. That's how my world operates. So you know, Giants fans, hey man, you know, hold your head up. You played a good game against the best team in the NFL. And frankly, they're not even out of it in their division. They're one and seven, but I'm they're for only them now. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm serious. They're they're the best. That was the best NFC performance I've seen all year. NFC East performance. Yeah. Because man, the gosh, man, those teams are playing horrible. They're so bad. I was talking to my neighbor. <laughs> we were talking about the Giants game. He was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, y'all are gonna be, beat the Giants." And I said, "We better that division is horrible." I said, "I watched the uh, what was it Dallas Philadelphia game? Was that Sunday night?" Yeah. Yes, and then the Philadelphia Giants game Thursday night. I mean, those those were just horrible, horrible games, but they were so entertaining to watch because it, it was kind of like watching uh, two teams of, of Stooges playing. You know, there's always some interesting stuff going to happen. I mean, it wasn't going to be good football, but it was going to be interesting. And they were very entertaining games. I don't know. I'm sure not if you're a fan of one of those teams. <laughs> it was yeah. not entertaining. Well, they should learn to. It's ugly. Be a fan of a true team like the Buccaneers. I know. We got plenty of plenty of room aboard this ship, buddies. Come on, be a scallywag with us. No shame in, in leaving those crappy teams to be a fan of a real team. Mm-hmm. You know, we were at the grocery store the other day, and Ralph and I were both decked out in our Bucks gear, and there was a guy that stopped Ralph and asked him if he was a fan because of Brady. And I took... A huge exception to that. <laughs> you did. I was we like, got outside. What? You were like, well, I can't believe that guy asked Why would that. he ask that? Hey, it's a chance for me so to sit there and tell rude. my Buccaneers story and start talking. I feel like we need to wear like the old gear with the old logo so people won't think we're just here for Brady. Bandwagon Although, fans. I will say I'm going to buy a jersey and I'm buying a Tom Brady jersey. So maybe I deserve this. 
<laughs> I ain't worried about it. But ain't nothing wrong with being a bandwagon fan. Get on the bandwagon, guys. I know, but like, I just feel like I've put in all the work and the suffering, yeah. and I want some fucking credit for it. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> you been misery. intense about that. Mm. Well, but, am I wrong, Bucks fans? Come on. No, no. But I've you know, paid I, my dues. That's I feel I like feel. if anybody wants to argue with me on you know my fandom, I'll just have them call up my all my family and anybody that knows me. I'll be like, hey, just randomly dial anybody in my contacts list and ask them what what my team is and how long it has been. Okay, you call my priest. You call <laughs> you call people any anybody within really a line of sight of me of my entire. Uh, Buccaneers fandom knows, so I could I could say okay, not just in somebody in com- my contacts, just go on Google Maps, look anywhere I've lived or been, <laughs> and you can see and they con- know contact the They'll neighbor. Bounce yeah. for you. My car's decked out Buccaneers stuff. I'm always wearing Buccaneers gear. It seems like talking Buccaneers. So hey, whatever, man. If you think I'm what? I'm doing this just because of Tom Brady. Yeah, that's your loss. It, it just shows that you know they don't. You know, most people don't know much about the Buccaneers. I started talking to them. I was like, no, no, no. I became a fan with Hardy Nickerson and then you know Warren Sapp and John Lynch. And the guy was just he, his eyes kind of glazed, glazed over. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't care. He's like all I know is Tom Brady. Man, <laughs> I watch ESPN. <laughs> yeah, well, like he is the the talking point. Hmm. So I can see why that would happen. Yep, yep, yep. So top of the division, we're very happy about that. And uh, it's not like we're there because the rest of the division sucks. I mean, they do. But, you know, the New Orleans are putting up a fight. We get to play them next week. Oh, I'm so excited. At our house. And mm. uh, Bucks fans, do not sell your tickets to Saints fans. I know. What is up with that? For show up. Just saying. You know, yeah, let's show up. We're going to have fans there. This will be only the second time, I think, that Buccaneers have played in front of fans. They didn't have fans at uh, Giants Stadium, didn't have fans at Chicago, didn't have fans. You know, so let's go there. And, you know, when we had, was it the Chargers? No, who was it we played? And Oh, Green Bay. Yeah, we played Green Bay at Raymond James Stadium when half the fans in there are Packers. I'm like, no, let's not do that anymore. <laughs> That's this is we want for the whole. What is it? Twenty percent yeah. capacity? Is that what's coming up? Yeah. So we want twenty percent to see a red. Exactly. <laughs> a pond of red. How about that? Can't get full sea of red. So uh, puddles of red. There we go. Puddles of red. Puddles of red. I Fill like the stadium it. up. <laughs> Somebody was talking about, I think it was Mike Evans was saying he really wants to get in front of the fans because it, it, the energy is just not there without fans. Yeah. I'm with him. I and, I, you know, I'll, I'm not going to lie. I've been very impressed with the production crews and the the players themselves because I can't really see a difference in how they're playing with nobody in the stands but cardboard cutouts. And in some cases, there's nothing, just empty seats. And when it's a packed stadium. Yeah, I agree. I, you the know, broadcast is really good. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I caps off to the broadcast people. You know, they're doing a real good job with making it feel like there's people there and all that. So, mm-hmm. 
It hasn't been the total disaster it seemed like it was going to be. It's what a crap. What a crap thing to do when we were having such a special year. I know. The universe hates us. It seems that way. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'll punch the universe in the face. That's right. So. Or Tom Brady will. That's right. <laughs> Just don't hurt your hand, Tom. Mm-hmm. Hit him with the left hand. Mm-hmm. So the Saints next week, and that's going to be a doozy. This is going to be a And it's fight. on Sunday Night Football. Ooh, good. Hopefully. You know, I as know, long as nobody comes down with <laughs> As long as the third offensive line uh, that we faced in three weeks does not get COVID. Right. Right. That's, I saw a bunch of Just saying. teams are going through protocols today because of players testing positive and whatnot. Yeah, just stay indoors, eat a bunch of Twinkies, Saints players. Mm-hmm. Stay away from each other. Mm-hmm. Don't even practice this week. I know. It's not worth it's not it. not worth it. Yeah. Don't risk it. <laughs> Don't risk it for that biscuit. That's it's right. just a biscuit. That's right. Uh, so we want to see the Saints get the mess beat out of them. I wonder if they're going to have Michael Thomas. I don't know. It's a good question. You should know. You've got him in fantasy. I don't pay attention to it. <laughs> you have been so slack this year. I hey, listen, I gotta win this week, so yeah, you barely. Hey, she beat my nemesis. I did. She beat my nemesis this week. Totally stomped him, beat him by fifty points. I know. And uh, awesome. you know, I, and I, my, I paid I no my, attention my, to it like all week until like an hour before kickoff on Sunday and then I realized oh crap I have like three players inactive so I'm like scrambling <laughs> I've not been active on the waiver wire like nothing and it just I'm I'm amazing at this because I scored 170 points with some hey, scrubs I'm proud of my team I've been playing Buc- my Buccaneers team all year and I'm what two and six <laughs> two and five something like that I've only won two games uh, but you know we're getting there. I can feel it coming. <laughs> it's coming. As long as I'm not Sacco, I don't care. This year's a wash, you know. So, you know, it's not a money money year. I, I wouldn't mind getting the ring, but I've got two of them anyhow. So this this one would be the one with the asterisk next to it. Not worth it. Well, if I win it, I'll let you wear it sometimes. How about that? I don't want to wear your girly ring. <laughs> It'd be nice if you want it. I know. I'd be very happy if you want it. Uh, we've got the All-22. Hopefully, will come out tomorrow. I've been checking all day to see if it's come out. And uh, you know, we're going to do the video. I'm going to try to get through this one quick, man, because I cannot, I can't go, you know, do it all week like I did last week. And it seems like every week it's, you know, either the videos come out late or uh, I've had stuff getting in the way. And it's just like, ah. So I'm going to try to get, I'm going to have at least one video out tomorrow. It'll probably be a three-part series again. But I'll have at least one out tomorrow. I'm shooting for two. So I want to get this all done by, let me see, tomorrow will be Wednesday. All done by Thursday. It's a good goal, I think. I think so, too. It's a, it's a doable goal, too. But then again, I've got so much stuff, other stuff to do. Okay, the coach's film is out now. I'm looking at it. Yay! Yep, I just went to check it again to see if it was there. All right, so I'm going to get this done, start on it tonight a little bit. Do it. Yeah. Okay, you got All anything right. else going on? You got any news? 
Nope, I am ready to start cooking dinner. So let's. I am ready for you to do it too. We got <laughs> steaks, and I'm hungry. Uh, let me see. Carmen Vitali did tweet out that the Bucks have 65 points off takeaways year. Yeah. Takeaways this year, second most in the league. Eleven of those takeaways have been interceptions, which ties us for the most. We are number one in the league. Which that was the goal this offseason. Tampa Bay has recorded at least one interception in the last seven games. Yeah. What, what? That is awesome. Love this secondary. All right. You look like you're ready. I'm just hungry. Me too. It just takes so long to cook too, so. All right, guys. We'll have the uh, video out tomorrow, part one, hopefully part two as well. Uh, we'll have a, another podcast out Friday. It will be covering the All-22 and also the preview for the Saints game coming up. We'll do go through the injury reports and all that good stuff. So we're not going to have three podcasts this week. I don't think we've had three podcasts this, in mm-hmm. a week in this whole season. All season. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that, and let's get those good juju vibes out there for the uh, Saints game. So we can embarrass them on Sunday Night Football and secure our lead. I think if we lose against them, we will lose the they're, – they're one game behind us now, right? I don't know. So if we lose to them, it will tie us up, and then they've got us on the tiebreaker. So we really need this game. It will be nice to have. But uh, you know what? Until then, guys. Go Bucks. <laughs>